Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. Go for it. So, my peppers. One is almost red. Ooh! And red are my favorite, so as soon as it's red, I'm pulling that bad boy off. Is it, like, is it big, like, or... It's not as big as like the peppers you get at the store, but it's big enough that I could like cut it up and, you know, put it in a salad. And is it a bell pepper or one of like a chili pepper? It's a bell pepper. Bell pepper. And I have like four more coming in. They just like decided to take off while I was gone. <laughs> so. Yeah, plants are funny like that. Yeah. And it's, well, you guys, this weekend, you guys aren't going to get as cold, but we might have yeah. our first frost this weekend, so. I'm jealous. I am ready yeah. for winter. I can tell you got a pumpkin behind you. I do. Yes, our whole house is full. Are you standing today? I am. I was sitting because I flew. So I was in Arizona for Arizona Day. So shout out to my Arizona people. How was that? (laughs) It was good. Yeah, it was really good. I got to meet a lot of, so I'm the executive sponsor for the state account. So I got to meet all of them in person for the first time, which was cool. So very nice. I believe you were going to be discussing SPM and APM. Is that right? Not specifically. I was talking about how we can use them to build out roadmaps and governance and all the fun things. Nice. Yes. The SPM roadmaps are pretty cool. I don't know how much time you've had. They got very excited about it. Nice. Yes. Wait, who is this? Uh-oh. What's going on here? <laughs> Whoa. I'm at the Riverside studio in Riverside. That's right. You're the big boys now. What? This <laughs> is that one podcast I keep hearing about. The one everyone's talking about. What you guys talk about owls and otters, right? All all day. All that's all that's we talk it. about, yeah. I love talking about wildlife. But you have to tell us your spirit animal after we introduce you. I've been to several zoos um, and frequently (laughs) look at all the exhibits. So no big deal, but I've seen a lion. How how about how about in the wild, Brian? Uh, I saw an armadillo near Mm -hmm. our house one time and a raccoon and a really passive aggressive possum. It stared right at my wife, and she was not happy about it. You realize they have really bad vision, right? I do now that you've said that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he, this one didn't, though. He had LASIK or something, because (laughs) he was, like, peering into her soul in a major way. And hissing. He did hiss. And then he just like waddled along. But apparently they eat ticks, so that's not all bad. Gross. Yeah. That's what I've heard. So do bats. I smush them. I don't have any bats that I know of. I want to get a bat house. We see, like in the evening, we see bats in the sky. We haven't lived in the trees by us. I'd like a bat cave, but, you know, like with all the computer stuff Batman has. So, uh, who's going to introduce Brian? I, I think you should, Allison. Okay. 
So this is Brian Walker. He is Hi. an associate solutions consultant for Crossviews. So we thought we'd bring him in so he can talk about how fun it's been learning ServiceNow and just chatting about our nonsense. And beyond that, he's my brother. So I guess he's oh, able to okay. be here. You know. I can see the similarities. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's the beard. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where to go with this one. No. <laughs> He's like, I'm I keep not Allison as my friend. <laughs> exactly. Smart man. Very wise. Well, welcome. I thought, we were I thought we were talking about OU Texas. Well, we can, but because you said lions, I do have to share one thing that. Wait. Yes. There you go. Horns okay. down. Yeah. But we love everybody in Austin. That might be watching this, right? We still, no. we still love. If you're a oh. UT fan, not this okay. week, not tomorrow, not this week. Okay, we'll Crazy. go back to love next week. I haven't Fair got enough. the 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 podcast kind of um, marketing thing down with Allison yet. So she, she's very good <laughs> See, at. It. I like, was I was trying. <laughs> so before we get to OU Texas, so okay. Brian said he's okay. seen a lion and one of the things that cracks Brian up the most. Oh no. Is, this is true. Let me find it. Hold on. This is the most amazing like factoid. I sent this to him. And it's the most hilarious <laughs> conversation. And apologies for the curse words that are in it. <laughs> this is unreal. I <laughs> <laughs> he just dies laughing every time he reads it because of the picture. <laughs> I think it's just the visual of a lion falling out of the sky. <laughs> this would be the ultimate predator. Like, just like flying around through the sky and space like, lions <laughs> over, a, over a giraffe's head. <laughs> but when he says, uh, yeah. This is really well, funny, I, actually. I'm, but I'm I'm skeptical that it can leap 36 feet forward. That's still, that's still a pretty long. I just like him in leap. the sky. Like yeah, that's that's definitely my favorite. That's the picture is what does it because it's like, if a lion could jump 36 feet into the sky, he could literally jump over a giraffe's head, and that's that's incredible. We'll have to so, blur out the curse word, but it's fine. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite lion, though. That's an awesome. I, I want to see the, that in person. Yeah, the yeah. the flying lion. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would have been a, a much different evolution of humans, I think, if um, if that was what we were contending with. I believe we would. We had, we're 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 co predators, right? Like we're competing for the same I, food. If a lion wants it, I'm gonna step back on that one. I'm good. <laughs> Just... You use your fire. You go no, no lion. Mm, fire. fire. Mm. <laughs> Bill Frankenstein. Yeah. Bill Hartman. Mm, fire. <laughs> Bill Hartman was one of the great SNL cast members. For any of the younger people that might be watching this, he was great. One of the best Bill Clinton impersonators, other than like Daryl Hammond. Very nice fact. <laughs> You have to do a lot of editing, Justin. I'm sorry. He does. It's, uh, He's yeah. good. 
It's it's not as bad as when Allison. Who's Allison? When Allison is sitting down and it moves up and down yes. on the camera. <laughs> or fun. my bun is like in and out of camera. Yeah. You have it easy on my hair today. It'll be easy to frame, yeah. As long as you don't move around too much. I'm standing today, so. Yeah, that's a Texas logo, isn't it? No. Dallas Cowboys. I thought we were not Texas. We're not UT. Well, not University UT. Not, not, not the Longhorns. Dallas uh, Cowboys we love. Okay. Well, Allison's probably indifferent at best, but. I don't like pro football. I like college football. But I do love the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I was really sad when we went to our sales kickoff that we were in the middle of the snowpocalypse and did not get to go to Cowboys Stadium. That was like the saddest thing ever. Yeah. I was gonna kick, I was gonna try and kick a field goal. I don't know that you would I don't have know how, to go on the field. I don't know how I don't know how I was gonna get there, but I was gonna get to the field and I was going to attempt one NFL field goal. And then be arrested. And and whatever the consequences were gonna be, I was going to accept them. So now I just pictured Brian as the lion, thirty six feet in the air with Dallas Stadium security down below. Leaping like, over the security in. guards. Yeah, he's leaping <laughs> over them. <laughs> I've got to kick my one field goal. It's not working. Allison's camera is drunk. I know. Let me see if I scoot back. Back up. You're blurry. I know. Usually that works. No. So Brian, tell us about your journey while I'm figuring this out. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. So it's actually almost been a year since I started that is really crazy this time last year um well i guess i wasn't yet i started at the very end of november so it's close to a year um but it's definitely been it's been a big learning curve for me honestly um, I had had a lot of my service now experience was more probably so on the what was that uh, sounds like a raw Roomba. Oh, our, our cleaners are here. So oh, I was like uh, so yeah. I'd say I'd say it was a big. It's been a big learning curve for me. Still is. I still um, yeah, still, I feel like I have a lot to learn every time I'm around. I mean, Justin, Allison, David, Jim, or Con- other people on our team, for those of you who don't know. But um, I'm always blown away by how much knowledge just the the people I work with have. And it makes me feel like, oh, my gosh, there's still a whole world I don't understand <laughs> or, or I'm still learning. And so... Um, I think the role I'm in, though, has been really interesting because I'm dealing with a a queue of enhancement cases. And so it's a little bit different than what the rest of our SC team does. It's still very relevant and anyone on our team could definitely do it. But getting to see kind of case by case examples of enhancement requests and having to sort of work through those is pretty interesting, but it's it's still challenging to kind of figure out how to apply, you know, because again, it's that, it's that balance of finding the right estimate. You don't want to go too much. You don't want to go too low. 
um, you want to make sure and and give your development team, your delivery team, plenty of time to do what they need to do. But you also want to make sure you're giving the customer the absolute best. I don't want to say deal, but you know you want to get the work done, and and it and it shouldn't be, you know, bloated, I guess, so to speak. So, so for me, it just it it truly has been a journey, and it's one that continues um, to be so, I guess. <laughs> but did you want to say anything else about that? <laughs> I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is it give you a chance to take a sip? Is there a particular part of service now that speaks to you more than another? Like now that you've been exposed to it for this amount of time, is there is you're like, oh I get to work on that kind of enhancement or or this product? Uh, um I don't know if there is particularly I think what's interesting about managing the <laughs> is I see something different every day. So it's, it's very rarely the same thing. It's all kinds of different enhancement requests. So we're seeing requests about, I mean, just anything from like onboarding third-party vendors to just like enhancements to the service portal. Like, um, I don't know, it, it's, really, it's really a mixed bag from day to day. So I don't know if there's just one thing that, that just, uh, that I'm just particularly drawn to. It's just, but it is interesting. I guess what it's opened my eyes to are just the vast capabilities of ServiceNow. Like it's so robust, it can really, it can really penetrate to any part of your organization and drive efficiency and and keep everything sort of on one platform. That's what I think is interesting. Is really everything can come under that ServiceNow umbrella, um, and. Well, no two companies are using it the same way. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing is everyone uses it differently, but it still is so applicable to each one. Like each one can really um, make it their own, I guess. And and it really serves their their purposes. It, it's not a one size fits all solution. It's very much a configurable solution that can, that can meet the needs of and like we have so many different kinds of companies like different industries and all of them seem to be able to use it uniquely to to drive their their business and efficiency and help with you know it and requests and streamlining and things like that so that's what i find interesting is it's it's not just like a it's it has broad applications across a lot of different industries i guess He's seen oh, me sure. working in service now for how long now? <laughs> uh, like a hundred years. Something like that. <laughs> since Wait, what? Are... Well, since your H and P days. Mm-hmm. Shout out to H and P. H and P. Helmrick and Hel- Payne. Hel- so They're of... a no, contract a... drilling company here yeah. in Tulsa. Yeah. Great company, by the way. Shout out to H and P. Yeah. So you're in Tulsa. I just heard. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm in Tulsa. That's where I first met you. Yeah, yeah. We went and went to that coffee shop. Yes. Just right down the street from H and P. Actually, I, I shook to death outside because it was so cold. We, we were not. Yeah, that was appropriate. <laughs> well, I felt the worst for Samson because he was just like in shorts and a t-shirt, and and I was like, I can't believe how cold it is. And I think we offered to go in several times, we did. and he just, no, I'm fine. <laughs> 
Just, and I had a jacket, and then I was cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah, I had. I think I had worn a jacket and jeans or something, and I was like, so Samson, Iron Man, Ward, sitting in that freezing oh, shadow. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. No, not not. Yeah, just because he sat in the cold. So probably. He's from Florida, so he would have thought eighty was cold, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was colder than eight. <laughs> I know. For sure. It was, it was a little frosty. Yeah. So, Justin, have you done anything cool service now-wise? Have I? Yeah. Weren't you working on something this weekend? I'm always working on something. Okay. Uh, what did I do? Um, shoot. It's leave- I've been I've been focused on... So, um, Vancouver GA came out. Ooh. Hi. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll wait. I heard Miss Allison earlier, and I don't think Allison heard it. You were in the middle of talking. I was like, well, I'm not going to interrupt Brian. And, uh, oh. and I just heard Miss Allison again. So Miss Allison. Yeah. I'm going to let's call her Miss Allison from Ms. now Allison. on. Miss Allison. Yeah. Let's see if she she'll be Miss Allison. I could still hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Miss Allison. Yeah. This is sorry, Ms. the South people. That's Apologies, Miss Allison. Uh-huh. I, I like Miss Allison. Miss A. Miss A. That's what it is. I could have not been a teacher. I'm I'm your second grade student, Miss A. Miss mm-hmm. A. Miss S. An apple an apple for Miss A. Mm-hmm. As long as there's some peanut butter with it. Apples. Um, well before you left I was saying that uh, Vancouver GA came out, so I've been re going through the release notes. Um after after GA came out. So so what I was focused on the past two weeks is setting up our demo showcases, um, which just a lot of time to download everything, install everything. Actually, oh, you'll love this, Allison. So I did learn something uh, new. Um, I think we might have talked about this. The event management system in the, in the platform, not event management, mm-hmm. but event processing on the platform, which you actually found an issue with in one of our instances. Yes. (laughs) So your issue related to my issue. So you had an inbound email action issue that related. I had an issue with, um, I think it was, um, it was strategic portfolio management, the goal stuff. Mm -hmm. I had done something that was, that kicks off an event and it never got processed and I didn't know why. And so you fixed it because basically there was a long running job. Anyways, long story short, um, so this is what I learned this week. There's going to be a video next week for this. Yay. In the event processing system in ServiceNow, you can have queues and there is a default queue mm-hmm. for the system. So, uh, you know, so Brian, like if, if, um, uh, something happens in ServiceNow and in an event posts, you have things that process the event and you can, and those generally just fall into this default queue. When they run long or too long, it has a performance impact to your system. And like, that's why Allison was having Nothing an issue. Works. I was, stuff, stuff doesn't work, yeah. <laughs> so in Vancouver, they've introduced a new dashboard in ServiceNow called System Events and, and Jobs. And you can go in and you can see how basically the health of your instance. Also what's new in Vancouver is they've given you the ability to configure alerts on the events and if they're taking too long, how about the average time or the whatever time that they're greater than a certain time. So our new instance started flagging um, a vulnerability thing uh, 
uh, was it vulnerability? No, it was a performance analytics job that was taking a long time. So I was like, I need to figure out this event system because this is like the third time in three weeks this has come up. <laughs> it's a brand new thing I don't ever remember learning about. So I went and took a course and now learning on how to create an event, create a script action, uh, and create a scheduled job to process the event and all that. So long story short is this thing that was running too long. Um, and Allison, you can tell me if I'm right about this or not, but you don't want things running too long in the default queue. And so you move it off into a separate queue. So like Flow Designer has a queue. And Discovery all has a queue. Yeah, Discovery the has ECC a queue. queue. <laughs> yep. So I, I took that performance analytics stuff, that event, and I put it in its own queue. And then I made a job that'll process that queue. And the jobs default to run every 30 seconds. And I'm like, this is a demo environment. This yeah. is performance analytics. So I set it to run every 12 hours. And now it queues up all the little things, the events that happen for performance analytics. And every 12 hours, it goes and knocks that queue down and processes everything. And our instance is performing better. So. I love that. I can do inbound emails again. Yes, yes. <laughs> and now I'm, my brain is like alive with like, what can I use these events for? Yeah. So when you, when you do the training, this is cool. So Brian, yeah. you've probably done this. Have you impersonated somebody in ServiceNow, Brian? Oh yeah, yeah. So that is an event. When you impersonate oh. somebody, it creates yeah. an event. So you can actually create uh, an action to start tracking, oh, Brian just impersonated Abraham Lincoln. And Brian just impersonated Allison Walker or Allison Chirey. Sorry, <laughs> my brain just went back. Yeah. Um, and so then you can put that into a table and you can report on it and you can give it to security and say, Here's I had all to give it to auditors oh. because we had to prove that people weren't impersonating and doing approvals for people. So we had to connect the log to the approval to ensure that it was that person or their delegate. So I had to provide that to an auditor before. Yeah. So that's like this whole- It's like, so much easier now is what I'm hearing. It is. It's really easy. Yes. Wow. Yes. And cool. and I, from a like a maintenance standpoint, now I, I have new troubleshooting skills that I didn't have before mm -hmm. learning this. Before, basically since Allison opened a high ticket, because of inbound email actions, that spun Justin into like a two week long learning fit. Tizzy. <laughs> yeah. And now I've come out of it of going, oh, I understand my instances even better now. So yeah. that's pretty cool. I know. Problems help you learn. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm my dog with a bone. I like once <laughs> once I've got the problem, I'm just not giving up until I figure it out. Yeah. So are you doing anything fun this weekend? Did you buy the glue, the mulch glue? I well, so but no, you did inspire something. We bought bigger rocks oh. that won't move, so we're, we're not going to use the mulch glue. We already did it. They got delivered this week, nice. and my back hurts from putting it down the driveway. So it's it's done. But we went with these big old like um, sandstone rocks. larger rocks that won't move with the water. Yeah. And so Brian, no glue, no glue required. Um, Brian, what are you doing? Because I know what you're doing. OE Texas. Again. <laughs> why is he looking around say? panicked? I just asked what he was doing this weekend. I said, I already know. He's watching OE Texas. So. Oh, I couldn't hear what you were. I was trying to hear. Oh. And I couldn't I couldn't hear gotcha. you. <clears throat> yeah, I, I uh, so Saturdays, uh, me and my son Xander, that's like our runaround day. And we give mama a little break. So the boys just go hit the town. <laughs> and uh, so maybe... Maybe I can, uh, hoping I can convince him. Maybe we could go sit at like 
Buffalo Wild Wings and have lunch or, or something. Because the <laughs> well, Grandma's fifty-year uh, high school reunion is this weekend, uh-huh. so she is she is having Unavailable. her friend uh, Helen. Yep, that sounds right. Allison knows names. I know Nothing. generalities. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I always have to, when we're at a family thing, I have to ask Allison, like, who is that? And are we related and how? Yes. And and then if I don't know, like when in doubt, I just give people a hug. Oh, and, I don't. And that seems to. Well, so that's, that's I'm the, like, the You're children's. the huggers? Yeah, I'm the hugger. Well, what's funny the... is our, he's <coughs> older, I'm younger, our personalities are swapped. Like he has all the second born or baby traits, and I have all the older sibling older. traits. So he's the nurturer, and you're the not nurturer. Pretty much. Okay. Like I was trying to think of opposite nurture. He's outgoing and like all these things, and like people exhaust me. <laughs> like I have to recharge. Like I was in Arizona for two days, and I'm like, I just need a nap and like yeah. a book. It's silence. <laughs> so, so I've always done like acting and community theater and stuff, and that's how I met my wife. And so I've been trying to get Allison to do a show with us like forever. You had the perfect. No, you had but the perfect role had, for me. We had so my wife directed a Christmas Carol, and and we were both in it as well, and just totally fumbled the opportunity to cast Allison as the ghost of Christmas future. I'm tall. She would just stand in a shroud and point. Don't talk and point ominously. Oh, is that what you uh, were just doing? You went off screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was... I just... <laughs> oh, the <laughs> finger, yeah. And, and uh, that was that was her only chance to ever be in a show together. It's not my jam. Until now. No. This is like we're in a show together. It is, yeah. yeah. It's a little performance, yeah. Yeah. Actually, Allison um, and Brian can, can uh, back me up on this. I've done community theater once, and it was—I nice. won't do it again. But it was—it <laughs> was a good experience. Like oh. I know I don't want to do that, but oh, <laughs> it was—I had to get through a lot of stuff mentally yeah. in uh. order to, and that was like a background character. Like I wasn't even. Really? Like in the foreground and acting or anything, but it was, it was, it's the performance anxiety that you're talking about, I think. I just don't like attention. And so like anytime when we were like, even in church plays, I was like, can I be like a tree? I still <laughs> remember the parts because in church stuff, we had to have, everyone had to have a role. I still remember my lines. That's how traumatic it was for me. <laughs> okay. Maybe not then. Yeah. Yeah. She like it's remember. not, no. But you do very well uh, here. People love you on the well, podcast. I know how to turn my, like, because I don't mind speaking in front of people if I know my topic and it's something that I'm passionate about, but I don't want to go be somebody else. Like, I, characters, man, yeah, thank you. Gotcha. <laughs> so. See, that's, and that's maybe where I have my own issue, whereas I do want to go be someone else. <laughs> so, so maybe that's like, uh, maybe that's some kind of psychological thing. Maybe. But yeah, when the speaking I did in Arizona, everyone that had gotten up was like telling Star Wars jokes. And I I don't like someone was like, well, so one guy, he was like, I'm an SC. My AE is Han Solo and I'm his Chewbacca. And I'm like, neat. 
Oh, I got this to work, by the way, finally. I don't think it'll work in Riverside. Yeah, it should work. Can I do it? Yeah. What is it? It's not working. I even updated all my stuff. What's supposed to happen? Oh, mine doesn't do anything. Yeah, because they're not on a map. Yeah. Oh. I like the double thumbs down because it starts raining. <laughs> Speaking of introvert, yeah. Yes. And then I have this one does lasers. Hold on, let's see if it'll I know that's a cool one too. That's awesome. Yeah. I did it to Dexter on FaceTime the other night. He was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I'm magic. So he's like, how are you doing that? I was like, I'm magic. Power. The force is strong with you. I had so much fun editing our last podcast, <laughs> and it was about the monster spray. And it's probably my favorite story Allison has ever told. I don't know that what the what? Monster spray. Mon- I don't think I know that. You should use this on Xander. You should totally use this so, on Xander. So Dexter is not scared story. of anything. I mean he truly isn't. Like he's just not. And so every now and again when he doesn't want to go to bed, he'll tell me he's scared. And I'm like, Are you really scared or you just want to stay up? You know? And so he's finally figured out he's just like, I just want to stay up. Like that's fine. I'd rather know Nailed when it. you're really scared. And so one time right. he was like, I think there's monsters. I was like, well, hold on. We have monster spray. So I went and got our fabric Febreze <laughs> and was spraying it around. And he good. was like, I was like, do you want to spray? He was like, no, no, I don't. But can David go spray outside? And he, I was like, yeah, let's go get him together. <laughs> and he was like, David, can you, because we have a crawl space under the house. And he tells me all the time that bears live down there and dragons and all kinds of things. So he's he is like, truly my nephew. Yes. Yes. And so he's like, David, can you go spray the house? And David's like, what? And I was like, with the monster spray? <laughs> like, like, read my mind. And so he's like, oh, yeah, buddy, I got you. So David's outside, like, just spray. Because <laughs> he can't read. So, you know. Awesome. Can Xander read yet? Did he know, Brian? <sighs> you can so make a label, been... though. Yeah. He's starting to read. <laughs> like, so, like, so, like, the uh, the greatest like parental code is like when you spell things to each other, you know. Yeah. And like uh, I'm gonna go get some know, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E. <laughs> yeah. So he's starting to spell now. So we can't do that because he'll be. The other day we were like talking about dinner, and Jenny was like, "Should we get P-A-N-E-R-A?" And Xander's like, Panera? And I'm like, no, it's over. Like, we're going to have to just learn another language or something. Because, yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe I I was like, and someone said, like, they think parents legitimately just invented Pig Latin so they could talk in front of their kids. (laughs) Like, that's the whole origin of Pig Latin is so so parents could talk in front of their kids. So Uh, Xander's very... um, practical though so he would he would he would just say dada are you joking <laughs> and if i tried to do the monster spray thing and i i would end up saying yeah i guess would have a limited oh see i wouldn't either. i'd be like no i'm not joking if that gets my <laughs> kid to go to bed i would have made a yeah. label like if dexter could read i literally <laughs> would have made a label with like cute monsters and like monster spray <laughs> and like put like an x through them i would have done i would have gone i i see a TikTok trend i'm telling you i, I can see it yeah i think you might be onto something there hey we can market it we have a 
put Brian on the cover on the face of it, you know? Like, <laughs> well, the best thing that Brian ever did is my mom wrote a list for him to go to the grocery store. Oh my gosh. And this was after he could drive. My mom loved when we could drive because then she didn't have to go to the store. And she had a list yeah. that was like, you know, I don't even know, but one said big can chili okay, powder. Okay, hold on, hold on. So let's just preface <laughs> this by saying, if some, a proper name is capitalized, is that correct? Grammatically? Mm -hmm. If it's a proper name, right, you capitalize it. Is that correct? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Continue. So she has a list of things, and one said big can chili powder. How is it, it spelled out? She capitalizes everything, though, so let's be clear. This was the only thing on the <laughs> list capitalized. He, he searched the entire store for chili powder made by big can. Big, because it was spelled <laughs> big, capital B, I-G, can, C-A-N, chili powder like a and mom is specific about brands sometimes. sometimes so she had legitimately but it was the only thing on the list that was capitalized like a proper name but he apparently anyway, got go so exasperated he asked for help and they were like we don't know what you're talking about and so he just grabbed one and was like, I don't know what this is. This will have to do. And she was like, this I bought is fine. The I bought the biggest can of Which chili powder wanted. I could find. And so, I've only ever seen chili powder in that little tiny one. Oh, no, they make big ones. But they, uh, my uncle at the time went and got a big can oh. of chili powder, made a label, and gave it to Brian one Sunday. That's awesome. That was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Brian, don't be too embarrassed. I the my first job was at a pizza restaurant. I spent hours looking for the dough patch kit in the walk-in because that's what they told me I had to go find. And yeah, hours. I'm like the, 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 the dough the, patch kit. Yeah, they're like it says DPK uh, on it. Go find the dough patch kit. And I'm, yeah. that's okay. There's there's a if anyone on here is maybe from the oil and gas industry. There's a joke out on the, I don't know, maybe, you know, Alton hey, Peter, service, yeah. service now is great for oil and gas. If you're out there, you should check it out. But for new rig hands out, out on the drilling rig, uh, one of the jokes they play on them is they'll say, Hey, uh, go grab the key to the V door. Um, and so they'll, they'll usually tell a new floor hand, like, Hey, go ask the, you know, there's like a motor man, uh, there's like floor hands, motor man, Derek man, driller. And so basically it's just a wild goose chase. Yeah. There's no V door and there's no key to it. So the motor man sends him to the Derek man. The Derek man sends him to the driller. The driller sends him to the rig manager. And then everyone laughs at him because he's gone all over the rig. And I mean, you know, this isn't a small area to cover. So he's actually, he's going up and down stairs and he's going all over the rig yard trying to find the key to the V door and it doesn't exist. And then, then everyone has a good laugh. Love it. Yeah. It's kind we of a mild and a mild initiation. Yeah. We need something like that for service now. Like, right. it sounds legitimate enough to go find this in your instance. And so yeah. in my sorority, there was this one girl, God love her, but she was not bright. And she would tell us stories of things people did to her. So someone told her that she needed blinker fluid when her blinker went out. <laughs> she went to a 
auto parts store and asked her like, oh, we're all out. You're going to have to go to the one down the road. She said, I went to three stores until someone finally told me that it was a light bulb. Then she told us that someone told her that if there was a white outline on a stop sign, it was optional. Oh, God. She got pulled over. And the police officer, she said... She was like, do you know why I stopped you? She's like, no. And he goes, well, you ran that stoplight. She's like, that one was an optional one. Like literally it's <laughs> telling. And he's like, what? And she goes, there's a white outline and those are optional. And he's like, get out of your car and showed her that all of them had it. And he goes, if these are optional, what would happen? Like, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, she's telling us all these things. And uh, then one of my good what? friends in high school, no that, one taught her how to was... pump gas ever. Yeah, this is what I was thinking of. She thought you this had to amazing. match your year of your car to the gas grade. Grade. And so she That's... calls me and was like, Allison, they don't have my year. And I was like, what are you talking about your year? And she goes, I went to every pump at Oxford and they don't have it. I was like, would you go to Quick <laughs> She was like... Yeah, they didn't have it either. Like, is there only certain stations that carry my year? I was like, oh, sweetie baby, honey, no. Like, it's that, that's, the grade of fuel. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much to unpack there. Mm -hmm. First they, of all, what a nice police officer. I mean, well, gosh, yeah. we need more of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. what, what would you say if someone told you? <laughs> I mean, you'd be like, what? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, God, where did you learn this from? Like... Your driver's how are you, instructor was horrible. How are you still alive? Yeah. Or then explains all the crazy <laughs> shit to you. Like, yeah. Do they just not see the red light? Like, what? Yeah. Optional. <laughs> Quit making things optional. So, okay. So, with true story, though, I don't know if it's like this in South Carolina or, mm -hmm. or, um, or Oklahoma, um, but if you see a yield sign as you exit the interstate on the off-ramp, that's an optional stop sign. Mm-hmm. So normally you would stop hmm. and then go, and we have a, the, the exchange right next to me. It's a yield sign. So as a pedestrian and a runner, people run that stupid stop sign all the time, and they look at me like you're in my way. I'm like, no, that is a stop sign when there's oncoming traffic. Because like yield is right. the same way. Like you still yeah. yield to pedestrians. And... Uh, yeah. But no, if they say yield sign, it's like, oh, I can just go on through. I've got hours of video showing it happening, so yeah. <laughs> yes. We ran over. Yes. I apologize, Allison, if you were headed somewhere else. Yes, I um, am. Brian, it was fun. nice to see you and have you. Yeah, on. good to see you. Thanks for having me. Welcome to Toop. Yep. Toop. I love it. The Otterly Allison podcast. Do we not get to tell the OU Texas story? If you want to, I got time. Well, we're out of time. No, we. Let's let them with that time? story. We'll let's end, end with that story. Okay. Okay. So just real quick. So OU Texas, Alice and I grew up in Oklahoma, whole family, OU fans, love the Sooners. Um, and so this one particular year, um, I won, uh, when I was at HMP, actually, I won the company tickets that they have for the OU Texas game that they just kind of do as a raffle. And, uh, <clears throat> and so anyway, me and Allison and my mom uh, went down to Dallas for the game. We went down on a Friday. And um, there's a sport. Some um, I love sports, all of all of the sports. And so there's a sports radio station here in Tulsa called the Sports Animal. And uh, there's a 
one of the hosts for one of the, the afternoon show is Jim Traber. And so they always do a big um, pregame party thing at Humperdinks, which is a bar and restaurant down in Dallas. And I don't know if it has to do with like Prince's Bride. That's what I always think of when I think of Humperdinks, like Prince Humperdinks. Um, but anyway, so I'd never been there before. And I was like, oh, well, we've got to go. And like my best friend Garrett and his wife and some, some of my fraternity brothers were there. They're like, yeah, come on. And so we drive down to I Dallas. To and I did not want to go. Yeah. That is a key Allison point thought, to this story. That's okay. true. Unwilling and then and then when mom realized where it was, she was like, this is like a really bad part of Dallas that we're in. Like not a good, not the best place to be. And so, but it's like daytime and it's like super crowded and it's like, surely, you know, you know, we'll just go in for a minute and say hi or whatever. So we, we get parked and we go into Humperdinks and, you know, we go see my friend Garrett and his, his wife and all, some of my fraternity brothers and get to watch a little bit of the live broadcast with the sports animal. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then it's like, okay, I guess it's time to go. <laughs> like we were only there for like 30 minutes. Maybe. But, uh. So we come back out and there's just a row of cars that have just been smashed and grabbed like windows smashed out and stuff stolen out of just like a whole row of them. And so it's Allison's Jeep and these people next to us and the next and like, I mean, it's like a row. Someone just had a, a feeding frenzy of thievery. And so like, we're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And so we we like start looking through and like and it's it's crazy. We had a lot of stuff in there. All but... I took was my book bag that had my work laptop in it. And a book yeah. that no one would be interested in reading. <laughs> yeah. And your my sleep mask. Sleep sleep mask with headphones. Mm-hmm. Which you were very upset about. It was. But but they bypass like several iPads and like some other stuff. Like we'd left a lot of stuff in there that would have been way better than what they got. Yeah. Um, but what was crazy is, so Allison had, I think state farm, <laughs> shout out state farm. And then the next person next to them also had state farm and they could not have had two more different experiences with their, I don't know, agents or, or so Alice, Allison, Allison calls and the person's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's so terrible. Are you okay? Do you need to like have some wine and take a bath and just, (laughs) you know, is everything, every, he's like, I'm going to take care of (laughs) it. She she was like, well, yeah, well, and then, and then this person was like, I'm going to take care of everything. Like got us and like got us in for an appointment at safe light the next day like before the game. So it was barely an inconvenience. The people next to us, it's like the person was accusing them of robbing their own car or something. Like they had such a different, like they were like, uh, are you sure you didn't just leave it unlocked? Or are you, did you really leave that there? Are you sure it got broken? And like they could, and then, so like, they're like hearing Allison's conversation and they're like, who is your car insurance with? And she's like state farm. And they're like, what? We're on the line with State Farm. I gave them that so, person's number. But, <laughs> yeah, so they they just but they they had this but any so anyway we 
we go and and like I think go have dinner or whatever and like tape something over the side of the window and <laughs> get out some before. wine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but any but it was really impressive because like yeah the next day we went to Safe Light they had it replaced in like an hour or less. Wow. And I love and, Safe Light. I am a lifelong Safe Light customer now. Yeah, I've shout out them. to Safe Light. <laughs> Safe Light, if you're looking for any of any solutions, you might want to hit up <laughs> and check out ServiceNow because a great business only gets greater. <laughs> ServiceNow. So, um, but so and then we still made it to the game right on time. Had awesome seats and and I do think OU lost, which was unfortunate. Um, it but, met the weekend standard. <laughs> yeah, needless to say, Alice and I have never gone to OU Texas again together. <laughs> no. Now, do you think it was a team rivalry that messed up the cars, or just a general no. like? It's just that oh, part no, of it, Dallas. It, 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 yeah, it, it was like I think legitimately just someone doing some thieving. Yeah, and which and they did find they it. They right? found my work laptop. All wow. of the security crap we get on our work laptops, they found it and we recovered it. Nice. So, way to go, BitLocker. Yep. <laughs> Very yeah. nice, yeah. yeah. Another corporate success yes. story. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's that's the OU Texas story. Yeah. So this weekend, hopefully. Hopefully. And are they playing this, each other this weekend? Yes. Yeah, that's it's the big Red, oh, River, Red okay. River rivalry. So they play at the Cotton Bowl. In Dallas. Dallas, in in the middle of the Texas State Fair. Yeah. Which that was funny because after the game, so we had these great seats. So we were in the shade the whole time. So we didn't even realize it was hot until we got out of the game. But then I made Allison walk around the entire Texas State Fair so I could find a pork chop. It was a fried pork chop. I don't I think, remember. I have blocked I don't out remember, a lot I, of that weekend. I, I, <laughs> I saw it. I saw it on this website, and I said that looks like the greatest thing that I've never eaten, and I should eat it. And so I just like made her like, "Come on, we'll find it," and I think it was worth it. I don't even remember. I think I grabbed a beer and just followed you around. <laughs> yeah. That must have been a hell of a pork chop. So I can't think of a pork chop that I've had that would be worth that that kind of misery, but. I think it was. Well, I don't know if it was a pork chop. I didn't think you ate it. It was pork good. Chocolate and, chocolate and bacon or something. Or? I think it was like deep fried or something. Or I don't know. It was good. I probably wouldn't do it again. I guess. But it was good. Now I'm hungry. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, it's almost lunchtime, so yeah. perfect. <laughs> Just getting you excited for lunch. In the weekend. Okay. <laughs> Hey Brian, when you uh, when we sign off of here, just stay on the web page for a little bit. Um, okay. Your video and stuff is gonna continue uploading, and just wait for it to finish. Um, okay. Otherwise, I'll be cutting you down, saying go back to this website and upload. It'll say upload okay. complete. Gotcha. Oh, I see. It says ninety nine percent uploading right now. Yeah, just depend. Like it's recording separately, so that everything comes together really nice and yeah. crisp. So. Sweet. Actually, cool. Allison, congrats. This is the first episode since having a broadband or not broadband. I know. You have had, you've had no issues except for the blurriness and nothing to do with exactly. connection. I love my fiber. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that section out. <laughs> That's going to be a clip. Yeah. 
I love it. Fiber is critical to your daily experience. <laughs> Allison says, <laughs> kids, eat your fiber. Eat your uh, I put bit of fiber in my coffee every morning, so. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps you regular. <laughs> Cut that out. Ew. On that note, it was <laughs> happy Friday. It's good yes. to see you both. Uh, if so everybody knows, the game is this weekend. You will actually be hearing this podcast after the game. <laughs> Um, so yeah. go team one sooner. winner. Yes. Sooner. Go boomer sooner or whoever wins. There you go. No, that's all. That's good. <laughs> 11 a.m. tomorrow, live from Dallas, Texas. Oh, also, co- college game day. College game day will be there broadcasting starting at 9 a.m. But the game starts so. at 11? So that's central. Yep. Oh, but central. ESPN, has their, ESPN has their college game day show that they... Yeah. Go and do so. Yeah, where the people get on there and they have the cheerleaders behind them and yeah. Yeah. Yep. The guy with the big mask thing, yeah. 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 It's a spectacle. Awesome. It's a spectacle. Oh yeah. yeah. Love spectacle. Alright. Cool. Have fun okay. guys. Take care. Hey, thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> Bye.